the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome to this week's edition of Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. There has been so much going on this week. If you missed that Tucker Carlson interview with the former Capitol Police chief son, please go to Tucker's um, Twitter page and watch all 55 minutes of that interview. I don't understand how any of these people, unless um, um, only the people who've destroyed property on January 6th, those people deserve to be in jail. I don't understand how this how this case against Trump is standing. Do you know that the J6 committee did not interview this former chief of the Capitol Police? He was not interviewed. He has he has literally been shunned by anybody on the left. He wrote he's he's written a book and nothing they didn't want to get it. the man who was responsible for the Capitol building. He was responsible for it. And yet nothing. He sent queries to Nancy Pelosi. He had to wait 71 minutes. Seven, one, 70. That's an hour and 11 minutes before he got back a response. And remember, Speak the former speaker of the house said just how this was like the worst attack on the Capitol from the MAGA Republicans, the deplorables, and things of that nature. I want you to hear some of this interview with with Tucker and, and Chief Son. I want I want to start with the part where he was reached out to the speaker, and then we're gonna go into, you know, Ray Epps and who this guy was and this guy was completely left out. Think about that. And now they want to take and go after President Trump. 71 minutes. You make this call immediately, immediately. to the House Sergeant Arms who reports Mr. Irving, who reports Nancy Pelosi. He Correct. says, I'll call Pelosi. He says, I'm running up the chain. Running up the chain. But that is the chain. No, I hear you. I hear you. I got you. Yeah. Just, I want to tell you exactly so, what um, What happens then? Does he get back to you? So over the next 71 minutes, I make the 32 calls to a number of agencies. 11 of those calls are follow-up calls. And look in the, the Senate combined report from, from 2001. They have a great infographic of the call after call after call after call. 11 times I call in the next 71 minutes going, where are we on the approval? Where are we on the approval? 
goes, any minute now, any minute, I'm going to get any minute. Finally, at 2.09, 71 minutes later, 2.09, I'm finally given approval. Think about that. 71 minutes later, I immediately call Mike Stinger, say we've got approval. I was so pissed off, I made sure that the watch commander, I'm in the command center, I yelled to John Wisham, the lieutenant, that's my watch commander, I said, John, mark the time as 2.10, I finally got approval for the National Guard. I was that mad. So what is the, I just want to pause on this for a minute. That's like, it's almost unbelievable. So this is an event that Pelosi herself has likened to Pearl Harbor and 9-11. You know, the worst thing that's ever happened on American soil. And she's in charge of allowing the National Guard to come in and respond, but she doesn't for 71 minutes. What is that? Troublemaker. 71 minutes. But this, but, but remember, they were all feared for their lives. They were all running. Uh, especially Josh Hawley, the only one that was running away. And then that proved to be a lie. Uh, that he made a very good point. How do we know he didn't testify? They destroyed all the records. <laughs> Troublemaker, what, what gives, bro? Well, this is my first time. Welcome he- back this week. I'm going to be with you until you tell me to kick rocks. <laughs> but, um, you know, this is my first time hearing the interview. Um, I, I got to give him a pass. I'm going to do something that George hates me go. to do. I'm going to empathize. It was chaos that day. It was a riot. It was a cha- it was chaos. Uh, they were being directed to safety. So I cannot. So you're going to give what? There a pass you go for? again. What are you giving a pass to? There's her, no sympathy to be shown. Remember, her, no, no, this, no. Her, this, wait, 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 let me let me let me backtrack. This was prior to the day of January 6th. This guy was left out of a lot of the the pertinent details of what was going to happen in a building that he runs. Oh, well, I, I was. The only thing that really stuck with me was the 71 minutes that you were talking about. Yeah. And uh, that was right before the, the riot or during the riot. Okay. When, okay. That, that's. I, I'm going to show you. That's what I'm talking. This about. is what he said. No one told me. This gets really convoluted once you get into the, the response on January 6th and how I was delayed getting resources. You have the United States military, um, Secretary of Defense or Acting Secretary of Defense Miller and, acting, and uh, General uh, Milley had both discussed locking down the city of Washington, D.C., because they were so worried about violence at the Capitol on January 6th. On Sunday and Monday, they had been discussing locking down the city, um, revoking permits on Capitol Hill because of the concern for violence. Mm. You know who issues the permits on Capitol Hill for demonstrations? I do. You know who wasn't told? Me. Instead, on January 4th, what does Miller do? He puts out a memo restricting the National Guard from carrying the various weapons. Listen to this. Any weapons, any civil disobedience equipment that would be utilized for the very... um, um, demonstrations or violence that he sees coming. It just doesn't make any sense. Wait, wait. So the military says we're so concerned about potential imminent violence that we are considering shutting down the city. But at the very same time, they decide that the National Guard can't uh, adopt an aggressive posture. Right, to right. The they're deploying because they're going to be deploying National Guard to assist Washington, D.C. with crowd control at metros and some of the traffic um, control areas. But they put this out on January 4th, specific to January 5th and 6th. And this direction affected the National Guard in Virginia and Maryland. When I was calling begging for assistance on January 6th, they, they weren't allowed to respond at first. Look at um, uh, uh, Governor Hogan. He did a press conference saying he was begging to respond and he was not being denied by the Pentagon. All because of the memo. Oh, yeah, he continued. So uh, Why? You know, you, be, you, be, you begin to wonder why, and especially when you look at, at things like something that I, I recently came across when you talk about the military. Um, General Milley, you know, we're now, uh, now finding out, and it's not, not from me. This is from Carol Lenning, you know, investigative reporter with The Washington Post. 
has found that he was using DataMiner on his own, coming across intelligence software. T- t- tell us what DataMiner is. So DataMiner is an intelligence platform. It's not something your average citizen would have on their uh, computer. I, I guess it goes in and does um, uh, crawling across webs. I'm not really sure how it works. Yes. But it's not your. It's a. It's an intelligence platform. He's picking up intelligence, talking about killing members of Congress and attacking the United States Capitol. And he's not telling me. Mm. He's telling select members of Congress. I mean, Carol Lenning writes about it in her book. Um, that's concerning as hell, because as the chief of police, you know, he, there's a duty to warn there. And I should be told so I can take the necessary action. I don't know who else he was telling, but he sure wasn't telling me. Now, does that change your, your response? Okay, no. <clears throat> this is my response to that. We all know that Democrat policies are flawed. My question is, do they truly believe in the policies that they implement or did they stage it to create as much chaos as possible? Now, what do you believe? Do, well, you, do, I, you, do you believe that they said that, that the policy was don't use that type of excessive force until necessary, which it ended up. But well, he necessary? said that's what that's what it was. I don't, I don't think that's so much a, a, a policy decision. I think that was just a, a, a wrong decision when you're saying that. All the, you're getting all this this chatter that this is going to be the one of the worst events in American history, and you t- you say to the you don't tell the Capitol Police guy how do you keep him out allegedly he's he's alleging this maybe how do you keep him out of the this how do you keep the chief of police out of the of the discussions about what's going to possibly happen. On January sixth. That's why I'm asking you: Do you believe? Do you do you believe that they believed the chatter, I or do you believe that they wanted to let it happen so chaos so could happen? If we, they believe the chatter, wouldn't they have had him co- um, testify for the January sixth committee? Correct. I mean, those two put together kind of indicate the motive. So I actually had a clip, but it's, it's, it was messed up. Um, that actually would have answered your question, Bilal. He basically says um, something's up. Some, something something doesn't add up with. How the how this happened, the planning at the planning aspect of 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 how all these groups were together except him. I, Vilan, I'm Vilan because you know why. He's not a he's not he's an apolitical guy. He's not a Democrat Republican. He he, he said that, and yet they kept him out because if you know people were reporting the intelligence correctly. If I was allowed to do my job as the chief, I got a significant experience. If I was allowed to do my job as the chief, we wouldn't be here today. Hey, I can't argue with it. I can't. I just want to know where the Democrats' head was. Right. You know, what 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 was their mindset? Well, I mean, Nancy Pelosi filming a documentary. Um, uh, the January Sixth Committee. We're gonna play that audio clip when we come back. Destroying all. No, no. Benny Thompson says, "Oh, we we didn't we didn't have to keep all this information." You were trying. You literally impeached a former president based on that day. And you're not going to keep this information? And you know there's a, a Jack Smith out there trying to take him out? Guys, don't go anywhere today. Tom DeVore coming up in hour two. Don't go anywhere today. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. The January 6th committee has destroyed their records. Video depositions, data, transcripts, documents, All missing. Democrat Benny Thompson told House Republicans in a letter, quote, the select committee did not archive temporary committee records. The select committee was not obligated to archive all video recordings of transcribed interviews or depositions. That's strange. They spent 
two years investigating and then they just put it in the shredder? That's because it, for nothing. That's because it was a farce. This is why they didn't want Jim Jordan, Congress and Banks on, on that committee. They knew what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. This was a farce. A complete... <sighs> I got to be careful what I say. They were hoodwinked. Correct. Bamboozled. Troublemaker. Who was bamboozled? They were trying to hoodwink the country. Oh, okay, okay. To make the country think that January 6th was an insurrection. I got you. I got you. Yeah, the media... But come on. Well, we all know it come was on, man. staged. I mean, we know it was a lot of parts of it that was staged. I just want to get a concrete answer of what's in the mindset of the Democrats. Do they really believe the nonsense that they are spreading, or do they know? Are they complicit? You will get nothing and like it. <laughs> Valon, okay, take it back. Um, They lied. Trump, Russia, collusion. They did two impeachments on them. What do you think their intent is? Well, Adam I mean, Schiff, they, 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 they have a history. I, I, Adam Schiff lied. Maybe the others bought into Adam Schiff's lie. No, you, Belon, we're talking about leftists. We're not, I'm, I'm, not, listen, I'm not talking about people in the Democrat Party. I'm mm-hmm. talking about these leftists who do not, who despise this country. They don't like America as it is today. Is Adam Schiff a leftist? Yes. I, I, I think he's a uh, how can I put the word I'm looking for is basically a scammer, but it's a better word than I'm searching for. Somebody that will the Marxist. No, no, somebody that wants to get a get ahead by any means necessary. What word describes that? Con man. Con man. All right, I like con man. <laughs> he he's not. A, he doesn't really believe his rhetoric. He just wants to get ahead. Well, and he'll step on anybody to do it. Well, Valon, none of them really believe. Look at Joe Biden. Look at look look at the trajectory of Joe Biden. How what he used to stand for to the, to today. Let's just throw their finger up wherever the wind's blowing. Yeah, he's, he's these these new Democrats. He's a these new Democrats. They throw their finger in the air. They wet the finger. Throw it in the air. Whichever way the wind's blowing, that's the direction they're headed. Well, that, that's that's this new progressive yeah. leading leftist party. Yeah, I agree. It, it's it's all about feelings and. How you, what day you wake up and how you feel that day is the the direction you go in. But I, I understand. They're right about everything. You name the topic, they are right. Republicans are bigoted, whatever you name, you name the ism. That's what Republicans are today. But they can be, it, it, it remind me, we're going to talk about this later. But Neo, I oh, love that he stood up and said, no, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, ta- no, I'm not sitting down on this one. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to what my publicist says. And we're going to get into that later today. Mm-hmm. But this is how you push back. You know, to say that Trump, because he said fight like hell, that it meant he was doing what? I got an audio here today where Democrats, a whole litany of Democrats going about, um, um, I'm talking about elected officials, Hollywood um, ce- celebrities and things of that nature. Don't give me this. But yet Republicans, their problem is they sit back and they take this. Yeah. Oh, dude, Monday I was... That's all I, I had to combat that for almost an hour. Uh, yeah, fight, fight, fight. I kept on saying, well, you took the first words out of his mouth. You won't use it. This is how you all chop up information and feed it to your listeners. And it's a lie. And I kept telling telling him it was figuratively, figuratively. Right. I, well, you said that last week, didn't you? I said it Monday when Monday. I was going. Oh, yeah, yeah I heard it. I heard yeah. you. And he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't let me, he basically wouldn't let me talk. He just wanted to feed a narrative. And I. And, it, you and know, he told you they'll, they'll go after his guest too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, when you're talking nonsense, I can't I can't sit back and let you just talk nonsense. Oh, uh, but I, you know what? I got a question for your boy Phil from Blue Island. Uh oh. I'm gonna hold it for right now because I'm I want to clear the lines. 
oh. from these calls because I'm, I'm not done with this. Because there's, there's one more audio clip that I want to play about Ray Epps. Let's go to Jim from Chicago. What's up, brother? Jim, Jim, I have a question for you before you speak. What happened to you Monday, man? I called you out and you didn't, you didn't, you didn't chime in, man, with the debate. What happened? You probably, you probably stumped me. But you know, <laughs> here, here, here's what I was going to say. Ryan DeSantis, I guess, for his health, if he craps out in this in this bid for the presidency, for his health, he's going to be he's going to do a year as a slave. But I suggest if he does the slavery, don't do it in Florida because you you die the heat down in Florida as a slave. At least move up to Mississippi or somewhere around there where you you know in the summer you can at least live. But he, he claims that slavery is so good that, he, that he's going to take a year off and become a slave. And oh, he never help. said that. Come this on, is exactly, man. He never said this that. This is exactly what Ricky opened up with Monday, and I had to fight Ricky off. I, 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 listen, he did not say that. He did not say slavery was good. I want to say this now. I want to say this now because he didn't let me say it Monday. I, I can't think of that black dude's name. I should have researched it. The I didn't know you. The, 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 the guy, guy that wrote the curriculum. He's a black guy, He's a black guy and they implemented it into Florida curriculum. It wasn't DeSantis. He never spoke to it. A black guy came up with the curriculum. They talked about it on, on the morning answer, Dan and Amy. I, I just can't think of his name. But you can Google it after you get off the phone with us. Well, it no, has no, nothing no, I, to I, do I've with never, the sense. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, please. I've never Googled anything in my life that actually drives me <laughs> insane. <laughs> I know, but I mean, but I mean you, you, but that's why discourse has gone so south. You can't have a, uh, a decent conversation with somebody because they run to the Google machine. Okay, but but but, we, but but you're you're you're, you're, you're talking about what you're saying about DeSantis isn't true. Google it. That's what I'm trying to tell but you. DeSantis, didn't DeSantis say that that there were good things about slavery that you could become a black? No, never said that. never said that. No, never said. No, no. The, the, the actual quote was that there was benefits to slavery. There was n- never said anything to that nature. Nowhere near. Name a benefit to slavery. None. There is no benefit to slavery. Well, but he said there were benefits no, to no, slavery. No. That's he? what they were saying about him, that, that Ron DeSantis and right. this new curriculum, that they were saying that, that that it came out that they said in it that there was a benefit to slavery. That's not well, that anyway. No, there's no anyway, anyway. Wait, wait, I'm glad I'm glad he didn't make that mistake because he's made so many mistakes. He has to be the Jeb Bush of of this particular era. I mean, he's really sunk. Yeah. Jeb Bush never, never got somebody. above one percent. Yeah. I yeah, think, but Bush could but Bush couldn't answer the question that Trump asked him. Why did your brother go into Iraq? Uh, why did he go into Iraq? And he, he was stumped. He was stumped uh, by it. All right, Jeff. Go ahead. Take what care. We've got Mike here is going to jail is too, so failure yeah. to communicate. <laughs> uh, let's go to Robert from Bloomingdale. Robert, what's up, brother? Hey, how you guys doing, guys? Doing well. How's it going? Yeah, I just want to tell, say, first of all, um, these people are delusional. I mean, I have a guy who I work with who's a flaming liberal, and his name is Howard. And I'm not going to mention his last name. We were arguing about the gun ban, and he says that he was telling me, oh, the gun ban is going to be good for, you know, it's not taking away all the guns in the state of Illinois, and uh, taking, having a restriction on guns is good. And he's arguing with me, and I said, Howard, that's not true, you know. And that basically, then he starts arguing with me, and I'm like, you know, Howard, you got to take your rose-colored glasses off and see re- reality for what it is. You know, I mean, it's, you can't argue with these people. No, you can't. 
They're just numb, they're like numb, brain is nummified or something. Yeah, you be, <laughs> yeah, you better be careful saying you people. They're gonna cancel you. Uh oh, man. Uh oh. You know, as far as um, DeSantis is concerned, cream puff out there. Hey, cream puff. If DeSantis ran instead of President Trump, I would vote for DeSantis over this dimwit we got in the White House Amen. now, who's under the, the the thumb of the Chinese. I don't care. Come on, what, man. What kind? Of, yeah. What kind of restrictions this guy's trying to put on the Chinese? This guy's just playing a game with you. Come on, take your glasses off and realize sunglasses off and realize what's going on. That's true. Hey, Thanks Rob, so you're much, the man. Robert. Thanks, Robert. Let's go to, uh, let's hope we'll hold them up until we come back from the break because I don't want, I want to get in there and they only got a minute, but, um, we're going to, we're going to get into the, the second amendment. Um, what happened at the Supreme court with Tom DeVore. He's coming up uh, at the five, the top of the five does next hour. Um, because dude, they keep saying, they kept saying, well, we're not coming for your guns. We're not coming for your guns. We're not coming. They, you know what? They're just going to make us all, um, criminals. That's what the bill, that's what the bill says. If, if you don't follow uh, what they said, basically, you got to register your AR-15s or whatever that long litany list of guns. If you don't do that, you become, is it a felon? I don't know if it's a felon or a misdemeanor. I have to look at the the, 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 the charging It might document. be class D. Is it class? Okay. I, I, I thought it was a felony or something, but I'll, I'll look at it uh, before the break. But, dude, think about that. Think about that. Law-abiding citizens, you want to make criminals, but the criminals, you want to, what, pacify them? Huh. Come on. Make it make sense. I, I'm going I'm to pose a question to my pastor. He's getting ready to start a podcast. Does that make any sense to you? Let us know. 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600. Yeah, I'm fired up today. Because we don't have enough fighters yet. Mitchell, Jim, hold the line. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. So my concern with that, and I look at it from the chief of police point of view, is you have somebody that's down, and I believe he's right near the old executive office building on the 5th, the day before January 6th, talking to a group of people, talking about we have to get into the... Welcome back to Black and White Radio. I accidentally hit that. Hmm. <laughs> Welcome back. No, the paper. I had the paper in my hand. It moved. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on the M560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with The Troublemaker. Yes, I am a little, um, a little pumped up today. Right. So uh, before, because I want to, I, I do want to replay that audio clip um, uh, where um, Chief Sun talked about Ray Epps and potentially other people from the government. <laughs> Excuse me, in the crowd. Uh, let's go to Mitchell from Displains. 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 The plane. The plane. Hey, John Verlon. What's up? Um, you know what I find interesting is that the black operations on January sixth with Ray Epps. And the 200 CHS federal agents that were now admitted that were there on that day were used to instigate to get idiots to try to get people to go along with that call with their plan. It was a it's a reverse play to get everyone talking between now and the election that Trump was, you know, just like General Walker in 1961 on uni- at University of you know, Mississippi in Oxnard. When James Meredith tried to get him, you know, he was at airport pilot, I told you this last week, yeah. and the entire city and the whole, you know, the whole state was basically against like 200 federal um, federal marshals that the Kennedy sent. This is exactly the same thing. The only difference is, is that Donald Trump, they can't prove, you talked about this last week, they cannot prove 
that he actually started or incited, that's the word, right. an actual insurrection because the Democrats, John and Verlon, are too stupid. <laughs> they are too dumb. You're talking about, and John, I understand your angst, you know, yeah. you're the sons and Leo at the fire sign. I totally get it. But if you're up against insanity because not only does that not meet the standard in the legal vernacular. That's why they didn't charge him. That's right. That's why it's that this last the indictment doesn't even, if you break it down, which they're too stupid to do, it's not even listed. Right. So you have to realize that you're, they're trying to pull the wool over your eyes. And, you know, first it was Trump and Russia. Then we had Afghanistan. Then they tried Ukraine. to tell you a story that Roger was taking bounty hunters on American soldiers. It was all a giant ruse. Do you hear what I'm saying here, Daddy-O? Yep. I don't know what we're <laughs> uh, Thanks so much, Mitchell. We got to move on. Got another call. Jim. Also a sponsor of this show, Best Dental. Welcome back to Black and Right, brother. Well, it's always fun. A lot of topics to be discussed. I was actually on Urban Talk Radio, and they were saying about January 6th. I said it was a sham. Yeah. And the guy was just completely blown out. So I had to go. Up, I had to respond back on P-Ratio, and I said, you know what? Let me address what was discussed this morning. Like you'd mentioned, you know, they had Banks and, and Jordan off the committee. Why was that? And now this news coming out about the uh, everything being... Uh, uh, race is also yeah. good too. Yeah. But I wanted to bring up a couple things. Uh, there is a group, uh, Indian group, out in um, North Dakota, and they want to basically have a boycott against the Washington commanders so they can bring back and reinstate the Washington Redskins name. Yeah. Can we also bring back bring back Aunt Jemima? Can we also bring back Uncle yeah. Ben's? Mr. Clean? And Mr. we have Clean. to bring back the Mr. Honey Clean? Bears in Chicago. Land of Lakes, girl. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Mr. Clean got canceled, too? Yeah, he got canceled. Oh, God. Why? That's right. Yeah, he got canceled. Because he got a ball head? Oh, what are you talking about? He was just cleaning my bathroom floor the other day. Where you get ball head the, unite. Where you get it from the dollar store? <laughs> hey, um, yeah. you coming to the boat cruise, right? You're not going to be late, Absolutely. though. Absolutely. I'll be a proud sponsor. Also, no, the guy you're talking about, his name is Dr. William Allen. That's him. He's the one That's that wrote, the, the, wrote this stuff for the, uh, for the Florida education. Yeah. Thank he, you. He's got a long, distinguished career. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jim. Thanks so much for calling us, Jim. Really appreciate it, brother. Speaking of, you know, I, I totally spazzed out. You know, if you uh, haven't gotten your tickets for the boat cruise, head over to 560theanswer.com slash cruise. Come on out and enjoy the waters of Lake Michigan with Captain Joe and Black and White Radio live on AM 560 The Answer, guys. It's going to be a great, great time. Valon, you've been there. Every year. And how, and how much... How much fun do we have? I, I have more fun each year it comes around. Yeah. You and I don't get to partake in a lot of the other, you know, the drinking and the food because we're, we're on radio. I drink. But everybody else gets, I don't, you know, I, I, I know. I, I don't drink during radio hey, hey, at all. You're the man. You have to keep yeah. the level here. Yeah. But I, afterwards, yeah. afterwards we hang out. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun time. So if you guys haven't gotten your, your boat, please uh, go to 560theanswer.com slash cruise. Uh oh, John from Piatone. Uh, welcome to Black and Right. Good question. Retired police officer, and I want to know why the officer that shot Ashley Babbitt was not charged rather than celebrated. That's a very good question. Um, we talked about this ad nauseum. Um, 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 John. Yeah, no, I've been listening to it. It's 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 really a shame. Right, we know why because he was black. He was black, and uh, and and no, she was white. That uh, was one of the uh, biggest reasons why he was celebrated. Let's start with uh, calling off the guard and or extra police for that event. I think that he was a police officer that was afraid. Look, that's and he reacted. That's a good point. And, and, and it's another thing. 
um, Ashley Babbitt was described as an aggressor and somebody that was gonna, that was there to do harm. Well, we saw the video. I understand, but that's how she the the narrative. You know, they create the narrative, and that was the narrative that was put out. She was some kind of a rabbit person. And well, that he, was after the fact. Nobody knew that then. Yeah, and I want to expose the FBI agents that were on that site. I'm also another caller like the previous one. I want to know exactly how many FBI agents were there exciting this. I don't trust. I'm a police officer that does not uh, trust the alphabet group anymore. Hey, Mm. my man. uh, Stick around because we're going to play that audio clip from Tucker and Son. You listen to Black and Right. Thanks so much, John. We'll be right back. is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker. Villa? Uh, um, yes. Tom from Blue Island said he's not coming. I mean, Tom from, um, was it, Elmwood? No, Tom, Tom from Emerald Park, he's coming. No, he he just said on the feed. I think you got the wrong Tom. No. I know Tom. Sorry, I'm old. I can't remember last year. Just take a picture. Oh, yeah? What does that mean? He's not coming? Uh, what's, what, what's up with that? Oh, I'm going to talk to him. You bum. I'm going to talk to him. That's all right. It is what it is. I'm going to talk to him. Hey, right, you better. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Tom. Um, you know, when when Tucker was interviewing Chief Sun, um, they started talking about Ray Epps. And, you know... I find it funny that the, the the entirety of the left is chilling a guy who was saying, let's go in there. We're going to go to the Capitol. We're going to go in there tomorrow. They championed him. He is their champion now. Why? Does that make any sense to you, Vla? No, but I saw him on some, some interview on TV. I forgot what news feed I was watching. Uh, he denies being part of the FBI. He he's done some interviews. He's he denies being part of the FBI, but he wouldn't say whether he was an informant or not. Uh and they they won't they won't confirm if he's an informant or not. Well, They're playing the disinvolved game. Well, let's hear what the chief had to say on Tucker in, on the Tucker Carlson interview. I don't have the answer to this question, and I hope I don't ever pretend that I do, but it it does raise questions about the behavior of some of the people in the crowd who were instigating others to to break the law um, and who weren't arrested. And, you know, given our facial recognition software capabilities, hard to believe they can't be found. And I would specifically cite a man called Ray Epps, who's now a hero on the left and funded by the Democratic Party, et cetera. But take the politics out of it. What is that? Here you have a guy on camera repeatedly saying, we're going to the Capitol. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. And he's not in jail when people who who didn't go into the Capitol are in jail. I, I don't. What do you make of that? Um, again, that's that's something I actually address in the book. It's funny. There's a lot in here. So my concern with that, and I look at it from a chief of police point of view, is you have somebody that's down. And I believe he's right near the old executive office building on the 5th, the day before January 6th, talking to a group of people, talking about we have to get into the building. We have to get in the building. And then the next day to see him at what's called the Pennsylvania Avenue gate. It's one of the two fence lines I had down at the, uh, the West Front. Um, and he, he's there and he clearly sees the banner, the um, uh, metal crowd control barriers that are up with the sign saying restricted, you know. And so he knows that's a restricted area. 
And he's up there, and you see him lean in, and he whispers in somebody's ear, and he covers his mouth in such a way so you can't read his lips or anything. Whispers in somebody's ear, and that person moments later is, atta- is attacking my officers. That's suspicious as hell to me. I, I raised a lot of concerns. What is that? You know, and what's interesting is I believe... Um, and and that's, that's verified. The person into whose ear he whispered... Yeah, I think if you watch the video, you see yeah. that, and, yeah, that person immediately go and start, start pulling on the gate and start you know, fighting with the officers. And what's interesting is when... I believe he went on 60 Minutes. And on 60 Minutes, um, what he said was he went up to the officer and he told that officer, these officers are on our side. Don't hurt these officers. I believe that was pretty much a, a, a not verbatim. But don't hurt these officers. They're on our side. Don't, don't hurt these officers. Well, if that's the case, why would you cover your mouth and not yell it to everybody? Because it didn't seem like that protester was the only one that was possibly going to be hurting the officers. You had a whole bunch of people next to him. Why wouldn't you tell it to the whole crew? I, do, I don't know. I, I, I know that Epps is being encouraged by partisan Democrats to sue people who raise these questions, but they're fair questions, and I'm going to raise them anyway. How, given that tape, could the January 6th committee defend Ray Epps, which they which they did? Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I'm having trouble answering that one. I I don't know. Troublemaker. Now, what question was it that you asked me uh, during the break? If he was a white guy that killed Ashley Babbitt, would they defend him? Isn't Ray Epps white? Yeah, they're defending him. But 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 he didn't take a, he didn't personally take a person's life. Yeah, I'm, but I, but I'm saying is if the roles were reversed, this that investigation with the black cop, it went away quick. I mean I, that was the fastest and, investigation and, I've ever seen. And what did I say? If you're defending the Democrats and the Democrat agenda, and they're in power, they're not going to send one of their own to jail. They, they uh, just they just won't. But but what if he what if this white cop was a Republican? Well, you, you don't think they're going to look? We they, don't know gonna, what he about what I'm saying. They're going to look for all of that. Yeah. You got to understand how the left operates, how they work. You got to know how they work. I told yeah. you, I, I grew up in that. Yeah, but, I grew up in how they go after people. Yeah, but it we, is. We, it's ruthless. We all know 95% of black people vote Democrat. So it's it's more likely that he's a Democrat. Yeah. But, but think about that. though. You got this guy on camera yeah. inciting these people to riot. And he didn't get arrested. There's no mugshot of him anywhere. But you got people. Remember the the, the the young lady that called in her uncle who's sitting in there all because he just stepped in. That was it. He didn't do anything, didn't touch anything. And he's right now in in prison because okay. he just walked in. We could keep it more simple. Trump said, go to the Capitol peacefully and redress your government. Oh, no, no. Ricky and, left that part out when you were talking. With oh, him. yeah, I know. But I kept saying it. And he, he had played to, the audio. Yeah. And right. Yeah. But he had to finally uh, admit that he said, go peacefully and, and redress your government. But he did say fight like hell. I, and I stand with him on that. Okay. Fight like hell for this country. Right. But Ray Epps said, go in to the right. Capitol. Right. And he's not charged. Life too short. Go uh, yourself. What does that tell you? It's all set up. That, see, going back to the intent. Yeah. What yeah. was their mindset? These people don't like America anymore. Yeah. They don't like us as we're cu- currently constituted and constructed as a republic. That's why they continue to want democracy. Step to democracy. Let the republic rise. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer.
just switch. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, Sean Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. Villain? Yes. I want you to listen to Cash Patel. I, I, there's a part of me that doesn't believe that this J6 thing will ever see the light of day because too many people are implicated. And I want you to hear what Cash Patel had to say. Now, Cash Patel is a former federal prosecutor, so he understands the underworkings of how this stuff works. Listen to what he says, and we're going to discuss it. I can't wait for this trial to come because the subpoena list that Donald Trump should execute in this proceedings <laughs> is going to be monumental. I want him to subpoena every government gangster that has ever called him Amen. out bogusly. I mean, Garland. Think about it. We're going to subpoena Garland. Ray, we're going to put all of them in the hot seat. We're going to go back to Russiagate. We're going to get Rosenstein and uh, and um, all the other gangsters from that era. We're going to get documentation from everything because under the Constitution and as a federal public defender, I know this. You are entitled not just to the discovery the government gives you, but every piece of information the government possesses and every witness they have to stand up your defense. That's due process. And so the amount, the deluge of subpoenas that is going to come out, you're right. It's going to boomerang. These people bit way more than they can chew. And I can't wait to see the list of people that come in the crosshairs from the defense perspective. And I hope the defense team for Donald Trump listens and puts it out there. Trouble? Before I respond to you, I want to say, hey, Valkyrie. Uh, she gave, me, <laughs> a shot. She gave yeah. me a shout out, Tina. Um, and like I was trying to tell you during the break, will it matter? Because you have a biased judge. You have a jury pool from a place that did not vote for Trump. I mean, in high numbers. Is it, it's in Washington, right? Okay. Okay, so okay, I got will you. any of that matter? Now, it'll matter once it gets to the Supreme Court or even an appellate judge. Right. They may knock it down. But if they convict him, my question to you and the audience is, will you see Donald Trump in handcuffs? Will he have to surrender and go behind bars? For this case? Yeah. I'm having a hard time believing it. I'm having a hard time believing it. I, 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 think, I think the details... I've I, I read the, the, the charging document, as, as I said... Um, I don't think I don't I, I think this case is the weakest one for me as I'm reading because there's so much stuff. I mean, this dude, like as I said, he went back to 1866. I understand. And found a law that 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 related to the KKK. But it's set up and it's you already know all of these trials are show trials. And the only thing the left wants is the image yeah. of Donald Trump in handcuffs going behind bars. I do not believe this judge will let him stay. It ain't stay. about the judge, Juan. No, no, hold on. No. It's, it's, about, it's about making sure that the Democrat Party is not exposed in a way because with this subpoena power, he can go after anybody. They don't and, care. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Watch this. When, 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 when the former mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, when he tried to hide government emails in his personal emails, I mean, they can go after that if there's something that, that, that was related to anything that pertained to Donald Trump. If, if they tried to communicate through any 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 non-government platform, Vlad, they're supposed to keep records of all that. They can go after them. You really think the Democrat? This is why I think the Supreme Court's going to get involved in this case. Yeah, but how fast though? I don't. That I don't know. Yeah, because, see, see think, the thing about what I'm trying to say is, will he get a chance to stay out of jail on an appeal until it gets to the Supreme Court so they can overturn it? 
They just want to sully this man. And well, they've done that already. Yeah, but going behind bars. In their mind. But putting this man behind bars will give them an orgasm. Yeah. They they will love it. <laughs> they will. I'm just that's the best way I can put it. They will Come on, man. they will salivate. But you over know that. what it's gonna do for us? It's gonna make us rally behind him in ways that they I don't think they will ever see anybody ever rally behind a candidate ever again. Guys, Tom DeVore coming up next to talk about this Second Amendment. Don't go anywhere. Candace, hold the line. We'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back. Hour two of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker. If you missed that first hour, head over to 560theanswer.com. Download the podcast. If you have not downloaded the podcast, what's wrong with you, man? What's wrong with you? Go head over to 560theanswer.com. Click on the podcast, download Black and White Radio. Uh, Apple users, it's really simple. Android, I wouldn't know because I don't use that. Androids, for line. Mm. <laughs> I love my Android. Ugh, I would never get a, a, a Android. Also, <clears throat> got a cruise coming up September 9th from four to seven. We start leaving. We start boarding the boat. Uh, Free Spirit, uh, our friends at Free Spirit Yacht Cruises, Chicago, Captain Joe. They have allowed us to use their beautiful free spirit boat to, to um, you know, basically sail on Lake Michigan as I do my show live. Uh, all you can eat, all you can drink, unless you eat all the food up. So head over to 560answer.com slash cruise. And if you want to enter for two free tickets, head over to blackandrightradio.com, purchase some merch, and you are entered into a drawing that will give you two free tickets. You get the T-shirts and the goodie bag from WAM. I'm from AM five sixty. So, uh, before I go to Tom DeVore, let's get Candace. Candace, I got a caller on the li- uh, a guest on the line. So, go ahead. I'm, I want to thank you so much for holding. Okay, I got several points. Uh, Parlor was taken down because of the live stream that were on the Amazon servers. Nobody ever talks about that, yep. but there was all kinds of footage on there. Number one, I walked for Trump, and I'm not voting for him again. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. He has no plan for election to win the election at the ballot box. If you don't have a plan against these animals and what you're going to do, uh, then you ain't going to win. I don't care how many people come out. If you're not going to be, you know, um, having them counted by the right people and have a plan for all this absentee crap, you're not going to win. And another thing that was really interesting the past week, Steve Deese, who I think is really underrated and needs to be tapped more, um, had on DeSantis and actually, uh, um, you know, pretty much endorsed him. And I thought it was interesting because they were talking about Burks and Fauci. And, and I, that was the one area where I was extremely disappointed in Trump. I'm anti-vaxxer. I don't care what anybody says because I actually study them. And the way that Trump handled COVID was an absolute disaster for this country. We ended up with a rainbow communism, uh, you know, that followed up. 
and Biden, and I mean, he failed miserably, and he still will not even apologize for what he did. So I'm, I that's why I won't vote for him again. I'm sorry. Okay, Candace, I got a question. No, for no, you. no, we got to guess. Oh, oh, okay, all right, we got to guess. I got to bring right. on Tom Devore. Thank you so much, Candace. You know, I'm not going to defend Trump on on the um, the vaccine. I, I, there's no defending. The, the The only thing I would say is the 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 populace was looking for something. Um, that's why Operation Warp Speed was. I didn't take it, uh, and tr- and and one of the, I heard um, Brandon Tatum basically saying, because um, I guess he was against it too. What, what 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 Trump did, but I mean, what what was he supposed to do? Right, look, man, the man would have been ran out of office if he didn't do anything. Correct. Um, so here it is, right? So you know, the Illinois Supreme Court basically upheld J.B. Pritzker's gun grab. That's what I. That's what I'm calling it. Gun grab, criminal, um, to and uh, the, the bill that would allow that would make law-abiding citizens criminal. Uh, I saw um, over at the Center Square that Tom Devore he was talking with Greg Bishop over there, and he was saying that he's going to come with a different, a different way of 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 tackling that bill. He says the article says Devore plans to pursue separate state-level challenge to Illinois gun ban. Attorney Thomas DeVore, former candidate for attorney general. God, where would we be today if Tom DeVore would have been attorney general today? Oh, welcome back to Black and Right, brother. Hey, brother. What's happening, man? I'm good. So, you know, to me, I wasn't surprised by this ruling. Uh, no, I, me neither. You see a lot of people, they were on, on social media. They're all freaking out saying, oh, what? Um, this really wasn't the case, right? This was a case brought by... Um, State Representative Dan Calkins, right? But this isn't the the meat and potatoes of how to how to allow not only the Illinois Supreme Court, but should it reach the the the, the um, U.S. Supreme Court, this wasn't the tack to take to fight that fight, right? Not in the state court, John. I mean, the I called it several months ago. The ruling that came out of the Illinois Supreme Court. The only surprise that came out of that to me was Justice O'Brien's dissent, which I agreed with 100. percent uh, keep in mind, Justice O'Brien was one of the Democratic Supreme Court justices that people were concerned about that actually dissented in this opinion. So the the decision that came out of the Illinois Supreme Court, what we say, you know, a lot of people are saying upholding the governor's assault weapons ban, they need to make sure they understand is what the court said is that Dan Calkins failed to satisfy his burden of proof in order to win his case. So it was as much them saying that Calkins failed as it was to saying the governor's law is constitutional because it's presumed to be constitutional unless the plaintiff proves otherwise. And I called it four months ago when I said very clearly, Dan Calkins is going to lose this case because he rushed it to the Supreme Court without taking the time to build the case that was necessary to satisfy his burden of proof. And if you read the opinion, John, that's what the Supreme Court yeah. said, is that Dan failed to satisfy his burden of proof. And I knew he was going to do it <laughs> because the attorney general and the governor coerced or whatever word you want to put in there, him to rush it there before it was ready. So what would what, what will be your approach? What, why is your approach different than what uh, Representative Calkins has, has done? My, my approach was always, John, from the very beginning, because keep in mind, all that Calkins did, and you're aware, was copy and pasted my client's lawsuit into his own. He didn't do anything new, okay. right? And so our case has always been about developing the facts to support 
our claim that equal protection has been violated. Let me give you an example. We have the burden of proof to show that those exempt classes are no different than average everyday citizens who have had their rights stripped away. That's our burden, right? right? One way we can do that is, for example, prison wardens in the state of Illinois. There's approximately 27 prison wardens, John. <laughs> of those 27 prison wardens, only 12 of them have any training whatsoever in weaponry. The other 15 have no training. Wow. And the 12 that have training are only trained in handguns. They're not trained in any AR semi-automatic platforms. Those facts are the types of facts that have to be presented to the Supreme Court to show that these exempt categories are similar to every other citizen in the state, yet they've been exempted out. Right. If you have those facts, you can win. Calkins didn't have those facts. The governor and the attorney general knew they didn't have those facts. And as I right. said yesterday, and I say today, Dan Calkins was either one, stupid, or two, he was coerced in some fashion in rushing that case to the Supreme Court. I'm going to assume he was stupid and that he was not crooked. Right. But one of the two is the truth, John. Right. I don't know which one. Yeah. I, 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 he's a good guy, so you know him probably way better than I do. But, but Tom, so let's, let's talk about the TROs that are still out there. So okay. does that still have standing for the people that are under those TROs? Or with this decision, yeah. has it wiped it away? No, I mean, it doesn't just wipe it away. The TRO is still in place until it's dissolved by a court. Now, they're going to come and they're going to try to dissolve that TRO based on this ruling of the Supreme Court. They may be successful with that. That's fine. That TRO has been in place for seven months, John. So people that wanted to go acquire firearms, if they haven't done it by now, that's on them. Right. The bigger issue that I am dealing with is our case in its totality continuing to move forward so we can build a record of facts to show that these exempt categories are nothing but a facade. I know they're a facade. I know they were politically calculated. I know that many of even law enforcement officers, John, are not trained on these semi-automatic platforms. You used to be yeah, a law yeah, enforcement officer. Yeah, exactly. Most of them are trained in a handgun and maybe a shotgun, right? Yeah, exactly. And, so, and, and I mean, we had AR-15s where, we, where I was and shotguns. Um, right, but they're optional. Right, they're optional. Correct. And so we can we can prove, and the governor knows that I can prove if given the chance that an overwhelming amount of these exempt persons and the prison wardens is the is the smoking gun. Right. They're not trained, and so the Supreme Court ruling, when you read it, it talks about well, these people are trained. No, they're not. But guess what? There were no facts in the record to disprove the training. And so that's the issue with equal protection. The bigger issue, John, and you've talked to me about this a lot, mm -hmm. is the two-person exempt or uh, uh, dissent from Overstreet and and White yep. about the three readings rule. You know that's yes. a big issue for me, yes. and they want that issue brought in front of them. And guess what? Dan Calkins waived that issue in his case. He tried to say that wasn't a part of his case. It was a part of his case, but he failed to preserve he made a mistake, and he mm -hmm. didn't preserve that issue to the Supreme Court, and he got chastised for it by at least two Supreme Court justices. Wow. Can we hold you over for one more segment? Is that okay, yes, Attorney sir. DeVore? Uh, yes, we're talking sir. with Attorney Thomas DeVore, former candidate for Attorney General. I still have to, every time he knows, he knows this, every time he comes on the show, <laughs> I have to say it. Imagine where we, were, where we would be today if, if Thomas DeVore would, be the, would have been the Attorney General. We, I'm telling you, this case would be much different. <laughs> uh, I know Villan got some questions for you. Uh, you're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. Don't go anywhere. We now return to Black and White 
on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right with John Anthony. I am his co-host, Verlon Galloway, and we are on the phone with Thomas DeVore, and I have a question for him. Thomas? Give it to me. This, this bill was passed by Illinois House in Congress and signed into law by the governor and upheld by the Supreme Court. Now, how are you going to get this overturned with your challenges when it was passed and upheld the right way, and it only targets what they deem military-style weapons or assault weapons. How, and so they're not taking your right away from, for having a gun. They just don't want you walking down the street with one of these type of weapons. So how are you going to get it overturned? Well, there's a lot to unpack from what you just said there. When you said it was passed the right way, keep in mind... One second. That's okay. What's that? Hey, is that the, the uh, one with the with the uh, what's that guy name that you're always highlighting? That's Jordan. Jordan. Uh, so anyway, to say it was passed the right way, keep in mind the Supreme Court never said it was passed the right way. They said that Calkins never brought in front of them whether it was passed the right way because he waived that. So that issue is still unresolved by the Illinois Supreme Court. And I believe if we can get that issue in front of them, the gamesmanship and the gut and replace that they played, I think that Justice White, Holder White and Justice Overstreet and Justice O'Brien will make issue of that. And that's three of the seven Supreme Court justices because it's crystal clear that they didn't pass this procedurally the right way. So that's not Good. yet been resolved. As to the issue of you're talking about, well, they didn't take away your right to a weapon. It's just talking about these types of weapons. That goes to the core issue of the right to bear arms. Right. When you're trying to talk about a blanket ban of a very commonly owned weapon, right, for them to say you can't own this weapon, uh, I believe it's unconstitutional, and I believe that's the issue that still can be addressed. Because, again, they didn't say as much that this law is constitutional because, again, it's presumed to be constitutional unless the citizen, Calkins in that case, met his burden. And they merely said that Calkins didn't meet his burden. As such, the law is constitutional. But they didn't really rule it's constitutional because it's presumed to be. They just said that Calkins failed, and I knew he was going to fail. And John is well aware. I've been saying for months yep. that Calkins was going to fail because he never did the due diligence to build the case that he needed to build. What, what is going to come down to, this is what it's going to come down to in my view. Your right to possess these types of weapons against the safety of the citizen. And I, I really don't think you're going to win that one because well, I, did, oh, I, would dis I, dis I disagree with you, sir, because so I. I disagree. The safety of the citizens. Let me ask you, I'm 54 years old. How many sh mass shootings in the state of Illinois can you tell me in your lifetime have occurred with an AR-15 platform? How many? Oh uh, well, wait, wait, wait. AR-15. You got to wait. Not a, not an AR-15. No, but that, got, that's what they're going I, after. I understand, but you got to remember. Semi-automatic uh, platform. Okay. How many? Give me an answer. Give me a number. How many? Um, wait, 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 wait. We got to go all no, the way back. No, no. Answer the question, hey, Junior. We got to wait, wait. We got to explore this the right way because this is my understanding that there would be no math. Okay, back. Okay, back in the nineties, or you can say late eighties, it happened all of the time. Remember no, choppers? No, 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 in Illinois. 
in the state right. of Illinois, Illinois, which is where this law is, how many in Chicago? It used to happen AR- all of, in not Chicago. With no, you're wrong. Not with AR-15 not that, not that's, one. But that's not the only weapon they want to ban. They want to ban all automatic weapons. So back in right. So back in my day, it was this thing called the chopper that looked like those weapons that they used in Afghanistan, and then they had the but Uzis. that was an automatic weapon, right? Though. And that's they want anything that's different from an AR-15. That's big time. You are, they award you no points. I, I will and take may God you, have mercy on your soul. Me and you can go down to Tom, Tommy DeVoe's place and, and he'll set up a berm somewhere. We'll shoot some AR 15s. You'll see there's a difference. I shot this. an AR 15. Me and Lucas used to go to the gun rage all the time. I used to and when shoot, you I used to trigger, shoot it. How many bullets came out? Right. It, I mean, you don't. One at a time. Right, but you can shoot it real fast, though. So, okay. it's One very bullet. easy to shoot. One bullet. Right. Yeah, but it's very easy to shoot. It's very easy to shoot. And that they don't like that. They I don't, don't so, care what they like. They don't think it's <laughs> safe. You can't th- listen. They they, they look at it. The they they look at it through a prism of an urban area. They don't want people walking down the urban area. I understand the rural areas. I, I understand that, Wait. but they don't want people to be able to walk outside in the urban area and shoot those guns. Hey Tom, hold on, Vilan. I got four words for you. Yeah, okay. shall not be in French. Okay. That's that's the f- shall not be in French. Not oh it, it could it might it no shall not be hey, Johnny. infringed. Yes, Johnny. Let, 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 they they trying to say that the purpose of this law was to keep these types of weapons off the street. Right. Right. Yeah. Let's assume for conversation that that's the purpose is to have less of these guns on the street. Okay. Let's accept yeah. that as for conversation. Then why is it that people can buy all of them they want? If they have adequate training, correct. What does training have to do with keeping the weapons off the street? Not a damn thing. Nope. So it's a complete facade. Yeah. Because if keeping the weapons is is Verlin saying, if keeping the weapons off the street is their goal, then why can people that have training own all of them they want? Hey Tom, that's a good question. But how are it's they getting radical. over the McDonald decision? I mean, the McDonald decision. Well, this- well we're we're not in the federal court. I mean. Right. They're going to lose this case in federal court. Yeah. When we get to the Bruin standard that was established last year, they're going to. When we get to the U.S. Supreme Court, this this law is going to fail. Well, I can what tell you, you and I are talking. What you and I are talking about is state law challenge right, right, right now, which is right. different. Well, I can tell you why training matters because once you enter into a training program, now they have you on file. They know who you are. That's the whole point okay. of the bill. Okay. So, so can I? No, it's not. Can well, I go no. get trained and buy all of them I want? No. Well, they don't I'm want people just walking I'm in. Cer- they don't I'm want- a certified training instructor right. for the state of Illinois that trains children on firearm safety, and I'm not exempt from this law. But they don't. Not? They don't want yeah. p- anybody willy nilly just walking into Walmart or whatever they wherever they sell guns and buying them. Wrong. That, that, that's the truth. I can be I can be the mall cop and go buy all of them I want. Yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Well, but a mall look, cop t- can go buy every a mall cop can go buy fifty AR fifteens right now or fifty fifty cals right now, and he can without limit. He can go buy a hundred thousand rounds of fifty caliber weapons because he's a mall cop. Right? Tell me how that makes any sense. It that doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It's but political, it's political gamesmanship. And Tom, what what I what I was talking about? They've been after a registry, even when I was down in Springfield. Me, Tom Devore. I mean, Tom, um, Tom, uh, Tom. Me, Eddie Sullivan. Uh, Todd Vandermeyer, we've been fighting. We were fighting that registry. That this this was in, inserted into that bill, basically that they they want to know what weapons we have. That ain't none of the government's business. What I have, nope. 
You know? So, I'm sorry, man. I, you know, I get ex- I get excited about the Second Amendment because it is the most important amendment that we have. You know? John, you, you know, what can you, you know, you always hear people talk about, well, you got the U.S. military. Do, you, do the citizens think that they can fight the U.S. military? No. But what can you do to an unarmed people that you can't do to an armed people? It's one word. What is it, John? Well, you could put them under submission. Control. <laughs> control. Yeah, submission. You cannot control an right. armed citizenry. Yeah. Every country that's done it. control them. Think about every it's country that's done it. It's all about control. Yep. That's why I hate coming. You have you coming on the show because we, we, <laughs> we mix you, it up, you, and I love you, it. You do. We just coerce people to stick a needle in their arm on an experimental vaccine under the threat of we're going to take every bit of your livelihood away from you. And we want to trust those people being unarmed citizens down the road. Wow. Not in my lifetime. Tom, that's a perspective. Tom, I want to talk to you in person. Are you going to be on the boat cruise in September? You're damn right I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, all I got to I gotta play the same song and all I, all I request, I want that jig, that dance you just did the other night, Tom. <laughs> you like that, baby? That Boy, got 8,000 views, baby. I love that video. Look, You know why I love it? Because you look the happiest I've ever seen you. Hmm. I, I'm in good mood, Johnny. I can tell. All that weight. How much lo- weight have you lost now? 90 pounds. Wow. Dude, he's got muscle. He got his, his uh, abs and muscles. He's buffed out? Yeah, he's That's buffed right. out. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, Thomas DeVore, thanks so much for joining us I here. I love Black you, baby. Right. Love you too, brother. Take it easy. Take care. Turning Bye. Thomas DeVore, um, fighting the good fights. This is what I talk about. <laughs> this is what it means to fight. This is how you fight. You use the weapons that you have at your hands. And if you don't have the weapons, you go and seek them. He's fighting the good fight for us. You may not like him. I don't care. Anybody that's out there fighting for the Second Amendment is the most important amendment. There is no other amendments without the Second Amendment. And and these people that are doing this, they know that. We'll be right back. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer maybe i'm foolish maybe i'm blind thinking i can see through this and see what's behind welcome back to black and right radio on am 560 the answer i'm your host john anthony live in studio um Vilan, you said they're not taking our guns let me explain something to you it's a back door Governor J.B. Prisker enacted the Protect Illinois Community Act on January 10th this year. The law bans sales of certain semiotic firearms and magazines over a certain capacity. An affidavit of such firearms owned before then must be registered with the Illinois State Police by January 1, 2024, or criminal penalties will apply. So you don't register that. You become a criminal. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you then have your guns? Uh-uh. Oh, sounds like a back door, right? It's a catch-22. It's a back door that, well, this is how they, this is, see, they're slick. This is, they're slick. And, and Tom said it right. Control is the number one submission. It is control. What they're doing is they're limiting, limiting you to a type of gun and a certain amount of bullets. You still have the Shot right. guns are even in this, Valon. Yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. That's only one to two shots, depending on which kind of shotgun. Can but I, like I say, can I just add that, like, it may seem on the surface like they're eliminating a certain amount of guns. You can have as much ammunition as you want. Right. 
You just have to have more magazines. Right, the capacity of right. magazines. So the capacity of a magazine. So they're trying to limit. Now, I don't know about you, John. When I go to the range, um, there really isn't much difference if I had a 14-round capacity or if I have right. two sevens. Except one thing. That's price. about a half a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cost. I can't, Cost, though. I'm I talking about the <laughs> act of shooting 14 <laughs> yeah. rounds. I, I, I'm talking about the same thing. You really uh, got to push back on that because... It slows down your reaction time when you have to unload and no, no. reload. Not, mm-hmm. It might not slow mine. down your reaction time. Not mine. No, I was uh, trained. I, I, I'm trained. Everybody's not a police officer. Look at the gun. Everybody's not a police officer. Everybody doesn't actively go to the range. We talking about some. We yeah, talking about. We're talking about a deranged person that's just planning an attack, and they go buy a gun, and they go buy ammunition. And they go to a school and they try to shoot up a school. They run. They deal. If they only have four, 10 bullets or fourteen bullets, they have to unload, reload. That gives that's, a, uh, that gives a person time to take I, them out. Well, okay. So have you ever watched? And I I don't like to, but I have had to do so to analyze it for various things. Um, video of school shootings from inside. People I've seen around, it. I've seen wandering it. around a hallway, mm-hmm. trying to look around. Mm-hmm. They are taking their time. Mm-hmm. No one, no one's running into a school, shooting as many people as they can, the fewest amount of seconds they can, and then running out. Most of them are trying to commit suicide by cop, or yep. they kill themselves. Yep. Um, this is not something that will combat that. No. This is something that will combat people who want to defend their homes, or people who are caught in open trying to defend their family from a couple people shooting on either side of them. Well, listen, I'm not trying to defend the Democrats and their policy. I just... I, I just think they they are in their mind sincere about this as far as trying to cut down on on death because because you know it, it the average person Illinois can't Democrats. just it, it, the average person Illinois Democrats right the, the average the average person Liberals. these are, are not going to be things. the average person isn't going to be able to unload and reload a gun. In, in, the, in the quick time Nonsense. that maybe you okay. Okay, and John could. You're, you're still missing the before point. Before they get took out. You're Nonsense. still missing the point. Mm-hmm. You know what? You're, that uh, Another person's mental capacity has nothing to do with my right as a, for the Second Amendment. Nor I don't care. Amazing. I don't care. You're not, just because they're loony and have lost their minds, you're not taking away my right. I'm, I, I'm like Charles, uh, Charleston Hansen. What did he say over my... Cold, cold dead, dead hands. hands. Yeah. From my cold, cold dead, dead hands. Yeah. I got you. I'm well, looking at a picture right now on 2nd District CPD. Yeah. I see one, one, I see one gun that's illegal, and I see one that was two, three, four, five magazine round, magazines that would be now considered illegal. Yeah. But these are the bad guys. You think the bad guys are not going to get their hands on this stuff? I didn't say, I know they are. Every criminal I know obeys the law. Oh, they all do. Yep. Uh. Hey, Ann, call back. Uh, uh, we, we got heated in this conversation. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Mary Ann. Mary, Mary Ann. Well, Mary Ann. You know Mary Ann. I, I had a stepmother named Mary Ann. <laughs> Mary Ann, call back. I want I want to hear what you had to say. I want, I want to hear your retort. Uh-oh. Who I do think you think I... was better, Mary Ann Ginger or George Michaels? <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> Neither one. Ginger. Uh, I think I know who this is. Dave from Crystal Lake. Dave? Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing great. What's happening? Uh, you know what? I, uh, not a lot, but I was wondering, with, with this law that's supposed to go into effect January 24th as far as the registration of the firearms, is it is it actually going to be mandatory as long as this is still in the courts? Yes. Well, as you heard Tom DeVore, except those who are under the TRO at the moment. 
they're still protected. Specific few. Right. It's like um, 1,400. It was it 700 people, I believe, something like that. Somewhere in there. Yeah. So those people that are still on the TRO, they're protected. They, they don't have to do this registration thing um, because they're under a, a temporary restraining order. So, yeah, we'll see. Thanks so much for calling us, Dave. You bet. You're listening to Black and White Radio. Hey, guys, go out and get your boat tickets. Get some merch. We'll see you on the boat. Y'all heard it right here, live and here. Breaking news. Thomas DeVore will be on the boat with us. <laughs> we'll be right back. Let's get to him, baby girl. Hey. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. I'm your host, John Anthony. No, we were talking during the break. There was an article on wirepoints.org where it talked about there's a Obama biographer had a letter basically saying that he allegedly said that he would fantasize about sexual relations with men. I've never come I've never fantasized. Everybody does, right, Furlan? Come on, stop it. Stop uh, it. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe it. Well, I'm just, I'm 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 not I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm reading from what I what I saw being reported. I'm not touching I'm, I'm not touching it's alleged. I'm not touching it. It's twenty twenty three. That would actually gain him democratic support. I'm not oh. I'm not touching it. Okay. Let's go to Eduardo. Eduardo, what's up, brother? Hey, first let me get to the uh, perfect song for people like uh, Jim and Phil. Uh, Run DMC, uh, You Talk Too Much. Remember oh, that song? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. That's a good song. That's a good walk-up song for those people. <laughs> hey, Go ahead. The, uh, Mr. Adams in New York is wanting more money, obviously, for his little uh, extra people coming into town over there. And Daily Mail has a thing where they're still funding these uh, Chinese laboratories. They cut the Russians off, but they're still funding Chinese uh, for animal experiments where they're getting these viruses. So there's a bill, a bipartisan bill, but it's taking too long to get out there for a bowl. So uh, everybody needs to call their congressman to speed it up. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Are you, are you coming to the boat cruise, yeah. right? Yeah. He said he coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He I hasn't bought a ticket yet. Uh, and the ticket, yeah. My Southwest flight and uh, ticket, the whole shebang. Ready. All right. Let's do it. Thanks so much, um, Eduardo. Right. Oh, John, John, yeah. I, I, I just want to talk about something real quick before we hit the third hour. What's that? I was listening to Sean's show Monday. Mm hmm. And he broke. You about my, to get in trouble again? Huh? No, no, no. I, I don't think. I, I, he, he, well, I mean, he said it, so I mean, I'm just. I just want to talk about it. Um, he broke my heart. Why? I did. <laughs> he, he, he broke my heart because you oh, know I that know I, you right. I've been speaking on your show so fondly of Vivek because uh, he does not talk about himself. He talks about the greatness of America, and it was Reagan-esque to me, because, you know, there's only so many people that could get up there and really speak to America, and I thought he was one of them, but then Sean uh, did a show, because he did a deep dive into him, and basically said he scammed the American people with his Alzheimer's drug, him and his mom, and, and uh, man, I... Oh, is that how he's re- he made his money? Yeah, and so... Allegedly. Well, I... We I, don't know, I wasn't Sean there. Sean does good when he comes down to following the money. I still say I, allegedly. And I wanted to call his show. I couldn't muster up the energy to call last week. 
Hopefully he lets me call next week. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call like Monday and tu- Monday or Tuesday. I don't know what he's gonna be talking about, but well, hopefully he listens he, to the show. You know that. Yeah, but I, hopefully he lets me talk about it with him just for a brief segment, because uh, that hurts. Oh, that's all. This must uh, be from Sean. Here's the thing: when you talk about somebody scamming, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what he was doing was selling it, so he was out talking about it. Right, he didn't develop it. Had no turn in the trials or anything like that, and has called it his single greatest failure. Doesn't really sound like somebody trying to hide something. Now, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna prep our buddy Phil. Remember I said I had a question. Oh, yeah. I'm prepping for the next hour. Here's the question: Because one of the things I found, the way you beat back the left, you have to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Here's my question for Phil. Phil from Blue Island, or anybody else that's listening that wants to challenge you. If America is so irredeemably racist, why are so many non-white people immigrating here and coming here? Why? Why would people from all over the world come to a place that they feel is so racist? Is it they see opportunity? Or do they see racism? Because even if they are affected by racism, they know the opportunity is far greater. Phil and I, as you know, Valon, we were going back and forth about reparations. I'm not for mm-hmm. reparations. Mm-hmm. There's nobody alive that was affected by slavery. I do not believe, and I've said this time and time again, and I don't have a problem if you have a problem with me. Your problem, not mine. Now, I have said maybe we can have some discussions. Let's talk about Jim Crow. People were affected, and there are still people alive today that were affected by those things. Mm-hmm. Should there be a conversation about that? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to be in, you know, bring people on who believe that. But slavery, nope, nope. There's nobody alive now. He, you know, what Phil said. Well, people in Jim Crow, there's, there's a direct correlation between slavery and what happened in Jim Crow. But what about today? What about today? What about guys like Morgan Freeman? When you say that to some people, they say, oh, there you go with a pull yourself up by the bootstraps thing. And, you know, you're just being respectable. Not everybody can do that. Well, everybody can. Everybody doesn't. Courage. Courage is the key to life itself. There are a lot of people who are born in situations where they say, well, I just, I'll never get out of this. So they won't. I say to people who say, well, I, I would like to have done so and so and so. Some of you could have done it. So, well, I couldn't get out of here. Man, the bus runs every day. What about the Mark Little? We really have a law and order problem in our nation right now. Why is that? Just as the radical left is attempting to redefine gender in our culture, uh, we have soft on crime district attorneys who are, who are attempting to redefine uh, how we feel about crime in our neighborhoods. Uh, and, they, and they want us to believe that they're fighting systemic racism by not prosecuting criminals. Well, that's, that's the problem. Uh, crime is crime, whether it is violent or non-violent. If you look at District Attorney Alvin Bragg and you look at District Attorney Fox in Chicago, uh, they're, they're letting out more people who are committing crimes, and it seems they're keeping. And what I call it is the normalization of crime in our, in our nation. 
It's a Marxist ideology, by the way, creating law, uh, lawlessness and ultimately anarchy. Because how long are we going to sit by and watch our neighborhood stores be looted uh, and then shut down stores and we can't even get food anymore? Here's what people don't understand, Lindsay. Part of this is in partnership, maybe tacit uh, and not direct. But part, part of this is in partnership with the cartel. We see all these smash and grabs. Uh, and we thought that maybe they're just neighborhood gangs doing it. But no, in fact, cartel is doing it. Cartels are doing it. American Black Greatness, I believe in it. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 Theater. Welcome back. Black and Right Radio on AM560 Theater. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. What do you have to say about what I said, huh? And the question. I can't say anything against what you said. I mean, in 2023, there's no excuse for not succeeding now. But, you know, I've been empathizing the whole show. I, John, John, I mean, not John, but George is going to put the paddle to me probably after the show. But Because you're they? Because they? Of, no, because of my empathizing with what the, the other side. What difference at this point does it make? And you have, to, you have to take in all of the information that they put out, that we're basically displaced um, empathizing is not the same as allowing yourself to be affected i'm right. i'm not affected i'm not affected by what they say but you have to put up a, 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 a argument against what they say See, and if you don't listen to, if you don't listen to what they say how can you argue against but, it but you're arguing against the facade correct where you have to actually go around the facade and see the base structure of the argument then you can argue and get argue against what's actually happening okay 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 how about this one it's, it's, they have a thousand different issues, but take this one issue: Was black people basically, for lack of a better word, robbed of their wealth since they basically came to this country? I mean, you can pick which area: whether it was slavery, unpaid labor, whether it was redlining, whether it was uh, what's the other one, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, nineteen twenty-one, or whether it was the GI Bill, the soldiers that fought the same wars as the white soldiers, and they didn't get the same opportunity from the GI Bill. You name it, was black people robbed of their wealth? Yes or no? It's a yes or no. Is that for me or just um, for George? What is it? A yes I or no question? Yes or no? Phone. He didn't hear none of that. Oh well. For you, he, he was on the phone. For, okay, for you, is it a yes or no? Um, yes in or the no. beginning of this country, in the founding, when 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 slaves were brought here, yes. Okay, so that question is yeah, not just on the phone. I heard you wrong. Okay, yeah. not not just slavery. I, I said redlining, Tulsa, Oklahoma, nineteen twenty one, GI Bill, uh, 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 just 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 up until probably nineteen nineteen eighty. Okay, black people were robbed of their wealth. That's just, right, let's go know. to Warren from Naperville. What would the black and right? Yes, uh, interesting discussion you're having. I'm from Southern Africa, and oh, it's one. Um, South Africa. Uh, uh, great, absolutely great. Thanks for taking my call. So I'm from Southern Africa, and uh, South Africa used to pull a lot of migrants from the rest of Southern Africa, even though it was apartheid, extremely racist. So opportunity and racism are not mutually exclusive. So a society can be extremely racist. But because there is economic opportunity, you still find a lot of people coming there. So America is not as racist as it was uh, 50 years ago, maybe even 20 years ago. But it is not on an equal footing. Uh, You can come from anywhere and you can immediately see that uh, people of color 
are at a slight disadvantage. It may not be a massive disadvantage, but it is all too plain to see the moment you step out of an airplane. Hey, hey Warren, we got to go to break, but here's a question. Are you successful living here in America? Pretty much. Uh, but, but don't compare me, right? Because no. I was able to buy a plane ticket. Yeah. I'm educated. I, I'm not... I'm, I'm just not ordinary because yeah. coming here, I crossed two oceans. Uh, and we got to go, but Warren, and that's my point. That's my point. That's what Morgan P- Freeman was just trying to explain as well. You know, it's, it's, it's about drive. It's about wanting it. We'll be right back. Mac, hold the line. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back. Hour three of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with The Troublemaker. If you missed those first two hours, uh, it was a lot said, a lot done. Uh, please head over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast. Um, trust me, you can listen to the show wherever you are in this world. I didn't, yes, I said, I didn't just say the United States of America, but wherever you are in this world. Uh, as I said, I've had people who listen to the show from Sweden, China, uh, Iran, of all places, uh, who reach out and say, we like your show. So um, Black and White Radio is really, before Facebook um, shadow banned me, I was getting, George, after, you remember when I used to show you the million, two million reach that we were making on yeah. Facebook? You really um, started to hit it, and then you got uh, zucked. Yeah, and um, they said, oh, wait, we can't let this dude, he's black, and he's conservative. Wait, he's wait a minute. one of the lizard people right. like us. We need to get him gone. <laughs> we we got to get rid of him. He can't be here. We, we, he, we cannot allow was, him to push his, 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 his thoughts out into the So that the was more nefarious, but not as nebulous as the YouTube just completely deleting your channel from yeah. you yeah. without any warning. Yeah, just completely gone, YouTube. Uh, yeah, you don't need this. Bye. No, yeah, it's gone. And then we were close to monetization on YouTube. Yes. I we, were, we were getting really close to monetization. Not that those are, you know, intrinsically linked or anything. Correct. But, I mean, yeah. it would have helped. <laughs> I got five kids, man. And a grandson. <laughs> <laughs> and, and restarting followers. C- correct. So, yeah. uh, and, and I hopefully, I, I love my YouTube crowd. I'm, uh, they provide me a lot of commentary during the show. Uh, I've read a lot of, the, I'm always reading their comments and, and commenting about what they're saying. Um, but, you know, let's go to Mac um, before the troublemaker comes back. Mac, what's up, brother? Yeah, I'm Mad Mac. How you guys doing? Hey, what's up? Hey, what is, uh, hey, John Anthony, before I forget, did you move to Indiana? No, 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 no. That's Villan that, li- that lives in Indiana. Oh, Villan. Can I ask you what town you live in or no? Uh, he's in Gary. I, I, Valon oh, okay. is, is not in his seat. If, if, uh, Huffdetter, can you on a personal phone can, call. can you pan over to his empty seat? Uh, yeah, I can hold on. Yeah, he's just like Joe Biden. If you if you're watching the feed, you'll see that the Joe Biden of Black and White Radio is not in his seat because <laughs> he's tending what? to personal business. I'm sorry. Go ahead, yeah. man. What's what's Ron's last name? Can you say that on the air? Oh, no? he, he says it all the time. Galloway. He, it's on. It's all on his social media. So 
It's on the Facebook okay, feed. I'll check him, I'll check him out because I'm right down the road over in Griffith. Oh, he probably will love that. Yeah, and, and by the way, all you people listening to Illinois, do not come to Indiana. We hate you. We don't want you anywhere near your state. You're a bunch of losers. Yeah, just look to the west and go to Iowa. There's a lot of corn to pick out there. Mac, if you do go to Verlon's place, just remember to bring a pet skunk so you can spray the entire place. I'm sorry. What, 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 what were you talking about? I was talking to my daughter. I'm sorry. What, 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 what? I called you the Joe Biden of um, Black and White Radio, empty chair. Empty seat. Okay, what, but what was the what was the premise of what Mac was talking Matt was about? basically saying he was trying to get to find out where you are if he wants to come hang out with you. Oh. He, said, he said any of those that live in Illinois don't come move to Indiana. Well, I'm in. I've been in. I've been in Indiana for twelve years, so I'm. I'm I think I've proven myself, Matt. Not continuously. No, no, he's yeah, leaving. You, you, you better grandfather it. Don't worry about it. But the rest of those dwarfs from Illinois don't get near the state line. No problem. I'm with you, man. I don't. I don't. I didn't bring anybody with me. It was just <sighs> me and my kids. That was it. I look. I look up on social media and go out and have a drink or something. He's like only that. on Twitter, so you know. Hey, Matt, you coming to the boat ride? Yeah. Uh, when is it, Matt? I don't think so. September ninth. September ninth. Oh, maybe then. You never know. I want to meet you, brother. We'll head over to uh, Fox. We'll go over meet at Tacos and Tequila in downtown uh, Miller. There. Okay. Hey, Matt, are you following any of the black and whites? Any of the my um, social, media? social media? Yeah. No, I'm not too big. I got I got too much to do. Wait a minute. Let me get to my point. I don't want to monopolize. I want to monopolize your show. Uh, regarding this stuff about slavery, anybody want reparations? You know who you go get them from? Us. Go get them from the African kings mm. that invented slavery. Okay, because we had nothing to do with it. We didn't even want them in the first place, but they gave them to us. What are we going to do? Right? And then it turned out. Okay, wait. We'll take a couple more bolos. But look. You were the pushers of this stuff, okay? You were the dealers, those folks in Africa. So you want any money? Go get them. Because the check I'm going to write to you says absolutely nothing on it, okay? Well, Egypt is in Africa, but I think you got to go all the way back to Egypt to get uh, reparations for <laughs> oh, slavery. <God>. Well, <laughs> slavery's been around for tens of thousands. Yeah, if yeah. More. yeah. And, it's been around forever. Honestly, I'm Thanks, not Matt. thrilled about Matt talking about it in the first person, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, George. It's time. Hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick. What's, what's up? Real quick, because because you left you left that last segment. You left that last segment. He tried so hard to get out. Yeah, but if you were here, we would have been finished with this by now. Man, my daughter, man, she's going having problems, man. Oh. I, I I can't. I, I just I can't. I, oh, I can't stop being God, a dad. We'll pray. For I can't stop being a dad. We'll man. pray for her. Oh, geez. but but here's 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 what I want. Here's what I here's what I would love. You know, if we can stop focusing people. On the what the problems are, and start focusing them on the focusing them on the solutions aspect. I think of David Stewart, a billionaire. Bob Johnson, a billionaire. Uh, I'm looking at the list of black billionaires. I'm looking at Oprah Winfrey, Robert Smith. I'm looking at Michael Jordan, Jay Z, Tyler Perry, LeBron James. I'm looking at Tiger Woods, um, Elon Musk. He's an African American. <laughs> Here's Not the deal. black billionaire, though. Right. But he's African, so I'm mm. just teasing. Black tie billionaire. But here, here, here's my point. Here's my point. What do they all have in common? What do they all have? What do all those people I just list, what do they have in common? They pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. They and they didn't. solutions. Yes. And they didn't look at what, what, what these hustlers, these race hustlers kept telling them, you, you, you live in the worst country in America. And, and you know what they did? They fought. They had that drive. They had that initiative. 
to make something out of themselves. And now they're billionaires. That's what I teach my kids. That's what we really need to start teaching about the American greatness. America is still exceptional and great. It's great. You know why? Because of us, the people. That's why she's great. And if we can tell, if we can teach more people about the greatness of America, Brittany Griner found out how great America was compared to Russia when she went to Russia. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just had to get that off. When she was young, well, she still is young, and she bought into what the left. Did you has just been gender preaching. this country? Huh? Did you just gender this country? When I you said bigot. she, no, John did. What I say? You said she. Yeah, America is great. She's great. Oh, the whole country. Well, they, I'm offended. People, <laughs> people, kiss my grits. Re- repeat, people <laughs> refer to this country as her, not him. Maybe, was, maybe they should refer to this country as he, her, him, he, she. How about what? they? Like, no. Hey, we attacked what? them, and now they're going to kick oh, our they, butt. They, Milan yeah. yeah. loves that they. So yeah, Japanese <laughs> got, to, got to calling us they after a while. John, Vilan. John, have have you uh, chosen a pronoun yet? Boy, I had to really catch myself. <laughs> Missed it by Woo! that much. I've I've finally I've finally chosen a pronoun. He him. Oh, good he, for you. He him. Okay. He him. I like he him. Okay. Yeah. Right. That was that was super creative. Thanks for yeah, inserting very, that very, into the very, show. Very, very, go, he him. Yeah. At least it's not he good her. For you. Just go ahead. At least it's not he her. <laughs> I'm a man. That's what it is. No, that's not a pronoun. I, I'm making it one. <laughs> Thank you for lying. Now the show is dying on the vine. Would you like to contribute something? Well, you all messed up my you all messed up my whole skit. I gotta you wait for the left. next. You weren't here. You weren't here. We could have we could have did it right after Matt got off no, the phone. I no. had like six Guess minutes. What? Guess what? But, but I would have been done with my with what I had to say. I wouldn't have taken Matt Mac right away. If you needed to take a phone call for your daughter so you can handle a little crisis I that's on their her, mind, you did me, it. Let me wait for the break. Hey, I'll call you back. I was on break. It took me the whole break to talk to him. Hey, I gotta go. If it's not, if, if it's not, if, if if it's not life or death at that moment, uh, I'll talk to you later. You my kids un- know that. My last, well, my last two daughters. Okay, I could do that with my oldest two. My last two daughters, their their emotions are all over the place. Trust me, I was a single father with them for eight years, and I'm telling you. It, it, it gets bad if you don't talk to him. I, that, you know what? It's admirable, right? Because I'm a dad. I understand. Like, he screwed up these kids, and now he's now he's taking responsibility. That's good. Oh, whoa, Valon. Awesome. You just got called out by Solange. <laughs> I'm, you, I'm, you are black and right. But Valange, in my humble opinion, is racist towards whites. Sorry, it's my opinion, and it's how I feel after listening to his BS week after week. You talking about me? And yeah, talking about you. It's, it's, that I'm racist towards who? It's about whites. time somebody else noticed. How am I racist towards whites? Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, you sympathize. You well, you empathize with they. What did I say today? <laughs> what did I say? What did I say today? Stop being. Stop empathizing today? with these. That, people. I was empathizing on guns and stuff. I didn't say nothing bad about white people. They're trying to make me an escape code. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I like that. You, are you trying to get your black card back? Tell the truth, man. Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get. Let's go to break, man. I need to get to my skit. Man. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I just got a text from someone. Pop Daddy, you're going to have to enunciate that because I'm not getting in trouble with that spelling. 
Agu Dagu. I'm not trying the city, but it's in Burkina Faso. Did I say is, that right? Agadugo. No, probably not. Agadugo. Agadugo. I've always heard Burkina Faso pronounced that way, but I might be wrong. So maybe your friend could text you again. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but yeah, somebody living uh, northwestern Africa essentially yeah. said, "Hey, I like show. your show." I'm listening to the show. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, I get very good guests from this person too. They send see Phil. Yeah, yeah, see. The motherland. People are listening to the show all the way from the motherland. Go ahead, Vilan. Tom's about to beat us up. Tom, Mike, hold the line. I got to do my skit. George, hit my music. What music? <laughs> you gave oh. me a clip. So you're going to do oh, me like that? My troublemaker music? Oh, you I, oh my you God. You prime anything. You didn't say anything before the segment begins. My music starts before I do anything. Right, but you didn't tell me you were doing anything, so you don't have any music at the moment. I'm just literally wow. I'm literally stalling. Like, if for it time. ain't the Gary Coleman, now it's my music. Yeah, I love it. I you love know, it. I see, love here's it. the thing. You know what? Forget it. Forget it. Just, just hit the clip, man. Just hit the clip. Let's it's go all, it's over. Socks. Let's yeah, go White Sox. I'm looking for the movie. I'm looking for the uh, for the sound now. We need White Sox to beat Cleveland. Oh, I mean, uh, Milwaukee. Let's go, Sox. My cub's been doing great. Yeah. My cub's been doing. I'll be there Tuesday night. Oh yeah, Club Sox. That's pretty good. So the the song is Rat. Yeah, You're Rat Trouble. trouble. And um, oh, I'm, all, I'm all knocked out. It's not in the system for some reason. Jesus. Even I put it in the system. We're yeah. switching I'm going to choke you. I'm going to choke you after this. Hey, no violence. Oh, good luck. My Come neck on. is thicker than your head. Oh, oh my God. Uh, yeah. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. It's over. I'm in the toilet. You can believe it. I'm in the toilet. You can believe it. Taffy Applehead. My whole skit's in the toilet now. Right. Taffy Applehead. I'll, I'll blow your audio. That's one of the biggest reasons for LGBTQ. And I'm not against no homosexual or no lesbian. I love all African people, but I reserve the right to disagree with any lifestyle that threatens the survival of the traditional African family. LGBTQ is the new birth control pill. Why do I say that? Two men cannot reproduce. Two women cannot reproduce. And now they're even transgenderizing our children. Do you know what that means? They're manipulating and indoctrinating African children to undergo sexual surgery so they'll never be able to reproduce again. When Dwayne Wade's son, Dwayne Wade, whose son is now legally had his birth certificate changed. Mm -hmm. He's legally a girl. Yeah. Hormone therapy. When he gets 30 years old. And looks in the mirror and says, you know what? I don't like living like this no more. I want to go back to being what God made me, a man. Mm. I want to get a wife and I want to have children. We only got one problem, don't we? Your reproductive is gone. Mm. We got another problem. Your testosterone levels are gone. Your ability to produce healthy seed is gone. There is no going back. We are not looking at this LGBTQ thing the way we should be looking at it. It is birth control and racial extermination. Why you think Kamala Harris is traveling throughout Africa trying to convince African countries to legalize gay marriage? Why does America care how Africa chooses to run its society? What do you care about marriage in Africa? Because if we can invade African culture to the point where we can manipulate African children into same-sex relationships or outright transgenderism, which is the extermination of your bloodline. We can start predicting the reduction of the African population. They'll never be able to get rid of all African people, but they can damn sure make a dent in our numbers. But more than that, they can disrupt the natural, traditional, healthy, cultural way that we live our lives, build our families, and run our societies. LGBTQ is one of the greatest weapons of white supremacy against the survival of African people. 
Whoa. Now, now I told you all he was going to make my list twice. Yeah. At least this year. But you know what? This time, I agree with him. Except for the last part. Yeah, that he last al- part. He almost, part. he almost lost his whole message yeah, he did. with that last part. But I'm going to give him a pass. I'm going to give him a pass this week. I agree with him. How many 90, passes you going to give out? Uh, uh, today, I'm giving out some passes. 99% of what he said, I agree with. It is birth control. You can't procreate. It's population control. Because if they can put this message in the African people's head and have them follow the leader like we do, they will be an easier populace to control. Well, think about it this way, right? What is the most detrimental thing to the American society over the last 60 years? Destruction of the family. Yeah. Yeah. This is family control. Yeah. This is family suppression. You don't have to have kids to have a family. You can be two loving people who, you know, are good uh, role models to your nieces and nephews and other people you come in contact with. And not, you can you can have good family values without having kids. Yeah. But my but thing you is you can't have good family values if you don't exist as a family. Why is the vice president in Africa promoting this agenda? She's the vice president of the United States of America, I'd not the say, vice president of Africa. Why are we over there promoting the LGBTQ? Fifty percent because the Democrats money. want to have conversations on who to replace her with without her in the country. <laughs> oh, Oh, well, God. that's so girly. That's a valid point right there. You know, no, no because, because we send so much money to Africa. So this is one of the ways we, we, we strong arm people. If, if you want our money, um, you got to make some human rights. We don't invest Especially. more money in Africa the way China does. China, no, not well, even, China, not China, anymore. China, China has the real footprint <laughs> in Africa. And we're losing that footprint, though, because yeah. a lot of those countries, because what China does with their Belt and Road stuff is they in fund infrastructure with these huge loans, but then the default penalty on the loan is, oh, well, we get the infrastructure. So if they're large ports or grain elevators or mines, then China's slowly just taking control of those mines. Well, one change in political leadership, China no longer owns those mines. Like, China doesn't have a way to secure that stuff. Right. China's so, over there doing a lot of stuff. You and know, they also don't... need the money from the payments, which they're not really getting. They, right. they control the docks. They're over there having babies by Africans, and they're using slave labor. When the babies get of age, they're being used for slave labor. It's a lot of stuff going on yeah. over there that nobody's talking about. All right. Now, my, now before you play that song, because this is in line with what you're saying, Okay, here's my troublemaker of the week. In a, uh, I, you know, my troublemaker is the, a person that's making good trouble. Well, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Don't play it yet. Uh, hold on. Because you're, you're doing troublemaker of the week? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I love it. Thank you so much, George, for the troublemaker of the week music Neverland didn't get. <laughs> but I got to give it to Neo. He has he is committing career suicide. This is what I talk about on this show every week. Everybody's coming for him because he has an opinion, but they they're having opinions about his opinion. He can't have the opinion, but they can have an opinion about his opinion. Think about that. That makes no sense. Listen to what Neo had to say. He, he, initially, he sent out an apology, or his PR person sent out an apology, and this is what Neo came back with. This is Neo. All right, listen. I normally don't give too much of a damn about what y'all think about what I do, or what y'all have to say about what I say, whatever. I normally don't care because, like I said, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. 
First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's Dang. my reality. Now, if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asked nobody to follow me. I ain't asked nobody to agree with me. I was asked a question and I answered the damn question. Okay. I have no beef with the LBGTQIA plus community whatsoever. I ain't got no beef with y'all. Do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Do what you want to do with your kids. However, somebody asked my opinion on this matter and this is how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I don't care. I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's any book anywhere or any opinion that somebody's going to tell me that's going to make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that. That's just period, point blank, and that's how I feel. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more, all right? And I got no problem with that. I'm a hustler, all right? I'll figure it out. I got kids to raise, and I'm going to do that regardless. So with that being said, y'all have a good day. I love everybody. Live how you want to live. Love how you want to love. But your opinion is yours. Mm. Speak your opinion as much as you damn well feel like it. Because as I said, they're not important. They're not special. Everybody got one, and you're entitled to it. I'm entitled to mine, all right? Y'all feel how y'all want to feel. Have a great day. Mic drop. Gabrielle Union and uh, Dwayne Wade came back at him. I, I don't have the clip. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know you was gonna. If you if you'd have told me that was gonna be your troublemaker, yeah. I would have had the clip ready. Yeah, you know what? But again, he has every right to that opinion. That you know, listen. This is another. This is another tool in the fight. Your opinion. Stop cowering from what you said. Don't apologize. It's what you think. It's what you believe. It's what you know. That's how we fight. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I hope by the end of this show... Um, Black White Marcus can send me a, a note saying, "Brother, the tickets are blowing up today because people went to 560theanswer.com/cruise and purchased tickets." Uh, hopefully, our next caller has done so. Tom from Blue Island. Woo, my boy! Hey, brother, how are you? How's John Verlon. How's it going? How you guys doing? Good. You know, fellas, I've had my roofing company for. Uh, it's almost 25 years. And I, I would tell you half the work I do, half the, half the customers I have are black folks. And I would assure you that at least 10 or 12, 10 or 12 of these people are millionaires yeah. and they've known me for 15 or 20 years. And they still, they don't call me Tom. They call me Mr. Piper. And they're the nicest people you could ever work for. They're always worried if you need money and stuff, but they are professional down to the T and, and they're not interested in these silly black, white games. And I'm not saying they, they don't, they don't 
understand racism exists, but these people have succeeded and they're not interested in playing the victim game and they're awesome people and I love them and they're professional down to the T and when they call me, I'm there and it doesn't have anything to do with the fact if they're black or white, it's that they're great customers and and where I'm going with this is John and Verlon, you guys are in an unenviable position because you guys are the ones that have to carry this torch. Whitey, all Whitey can do is help. <laughs> oh. You guys are the ones that have to fight this battle, unfortunately. Right. And if Whitey's looking to help, he's probably a leftist or a liberal, <laughs> maybe. Hopefully he's a conservative, but I'm telling you guys, right. there's plenty of rich and wealthy black folk out there that just aren't putting up with this garbage. Right. Hey, Tom, so you said you want to help. Let me ask a question. Have you bought, purchased a ticket? <laughs> have you purchased a ticket, tickets for the boat cruise? And have you purchased any gear from the website? From the website, Yeah, too. I'm going to bring some guys, Johnny. Let's yeah. Do Let's do it. Cool. Get to the website, too. 560, I mean, blackandrightradio.com. Get you, some merch. You're going to need some, You need a coffee mug so you can stay I'm going to get them, Johnny. I'm going to bring about a half a dozen guys. Don't worry. They're, right. And they'll be respectable fellas. I love it, man. I can't wait Wait, to talk to you. You can bring some of those black millionaires, too, if you like. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Tom. You guys are too controversial for them. Those folks, those folks have made their money. They, they, they don't, they're not interested in any BS. They just say they've done their thing and they want to be left alone. And that's a big thing to, to your point, John, a lot of them folks are just, look, they understand what's happened in history and everything. Those folks have made their way in America, and they want to be left alone. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I agree. Thanks so much, um, Tom. Appreciate it. Let's go to Mike from Elgin. What's he going to say today? Coming in hot like. Yeah, hi, John. Hi, Verlon. What's up? Yeah. You know, you're talking about that gun issue, and the thing is, there's people that have rights, and then there's those that have privileges. There's now. I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, condescending, but you guys know the difference, right, between a right and a privilege? Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, therefore, and let me ask you this, just to get off a little bit, but it makes my example. Uh, why is there a marriage license? Because the Supreme Court has ruled you can't license a right, right? Yeah. So, therefore, if it's a right, I mean... It's assumed, right, that marriage is a right? Yeah. Yeah. But marriage can be a privilege to certain people because right. the first marriage license was issued from a black man to a white woman in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the the reason the license works in that situation is because if the person that's being married is a foreigner, you know, and say that foreign country, he's a... He's a, uh, you know, uh, not a slave, but, you know, there's a king or some potentate there that owns everything. You know what I mean? Right. 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 So the state, the state needs to know that, okay, this, if the white woman dies, whatever they own is not going to automatically revert to this king of this foreign country or whatever. I mean, so the state needs to keep track of that, you know, transaction. Right. Yeah. So therefore in that, in that situation, a license does apply. But in most cases, they have us all getting a license to right. get married, right? Right. So, therefore, there's a difference there. One's a right and one's a privilege. It's the same way with driving. It's the same way with this gun ownership that he's trying to take the guns away, okay? 
you have to do a deep dive into the word person because these laws that they pass apply to persons and persons have you know privileges or in another term really is civil rights right because a, a civil right is a government granted right yeah right so the, so the you know the black community needs to get away from that civil rights mm. it's a government granted right rather than just a right I remember uh, yeah, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go, Mike. Oh, we got that's a, that's yeah. our music for the break. I appreciate your call. Hope to see you on the boat cruise. I Mike. wish I wish, right. I, I wish I had enough time to ask uh, my question. Yeah, I don't have enough time. Mike from the South Side, you hold the line. We'll take your call when we get back. And now more black and right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. Silver Line, this song that's playing right here. I heard my daughter, my one of the, the oldest twin, Harris, say, ooh, ooh. So I'm trying to figure out what song. <laughs> I looked at her. She looked at me. I said, "When you hear that song, what, what what song are you singing?" I thought it was some rap song. Mm-hmm. And then I said, "Wait a minute, that's the song on my show, right? That's your song." No, oh, oh, I should have played that right there. That would have been perfect. Then she looked at me strange, like, "Well, Daddy, that's the song on your show," because <laughs> they listen to the show, right? And we listened to that Kanye on Jesus. What Jesus is what Jesus is Lord album, right? When he did the when he did the whole Christian album, all right, all right, I'm I'm, I'm losing the show. Uh, Michael from the South Side, John Verlon, how's it going? Uh, K Pasa, hey, Good what's to up, talk to you guys again? Yes, Good. guys, I have a dilemma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm just I'm trying to decide whether or not I should wear uh, the Troublemaker T-shirt on the cruise. Oh, come on, man, you gotta wear it. Which one are you? Are you are you the tr- are you a troublemaker or are you a uh, confused conservative? Oh, troublemaker. Oh, frust- no, frustrated, frustrated, frustrated conservative. I'm sorry, you a troublemaker? Oh no, definitely, definitely a troublemaker. You gotta wear the troublemaker shirt. Uh, or uh, I gotta- oh, wait, hold on. Or there's another ticketing price where you get a uh, actual custom made T-shirt that represents the live on Lake Michigan. Boom. Oh, problem solved. Well, actually, I got the premier package, so um, I, I got the so I'm gonna get that T-shirt, I guess. But uh, yeah, no, I actually thought about the troublemaker troublemaker shirt. Huh. Well, you can wear that and then change into it. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know if you guys, I don't have the physique to change. No, no, no. This, this is this is your yacht. There's there's restrooms and everything. Yeah, there. yeah. Oh, he said the want, physique. <laughs> yeah, you you can go into one of the bedrooms down there below and change into change there. Yeah, you can Captain be both. Joe, I'll let you oh. do that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you had restroom facilities on the yacht. Nice. Oh, yeah. Where, where are you supposed to go, bro? Right. We can't hold it for four hours. Oh, Over the bow. Good point. <laughs> the boat doesn't have sides. I, I also, <laughs> I want to disclose another fantasy for you guys. Go ahead. Uh-oh. Right, well, you I guys were talking that. about reparations. You guys were talking about reparations earlier. Uh-huh. So, so I have a fantasy. Let's say uh, Joe Biden dis- right, issues an executive order stating uh, granting reparations. And he appoints a commission of Jesse Jackson 
Al Sharpton, Benjamin Crump, <laughs> Maxine Waters, Representative Cory Bush, and oh. a few other other usual suspects um, to debate about how the money will be spent and the and the proceedings will be televised on TV. Oh, oh. wow! That's terrible. The, the ratings alone will probably pay for the reparations. Mm. Oh, I don't know about that. That's going to be the worst. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the punchline? <laughs> no way. Mm. No way. Yeah. The worst people to try to work that out. You you have to give up the whole United States or half of it. <laughs> exactly. The entertainment value alone. Right. Would, uh, all right, yeah, thanks. Worth it. Well, go ahead, wait, wait, real quick. No, 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 no. Uh, once we're done with the call, I want to, I want to, I want to upset Mark before we Uh-oh. take his call. I mean, are you insinuating that the that communists might want to actually seize half of the country? Oh, is is owned by the federal government? Oh, yeah. uh-huh. I mean, I, I'm shocked for one. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you know it's true. I want to upset Mark. Before, taking that literally. I, I want to up those they. I want to upset Mark before he gets on the phone. I want to know what wa- Mark Wyermeller. What he thinks about six officers abusing, tasing, and sexually assaulting allegedly two men in Mississippi. I, I want to know. I want to know what he thinks about that. They, they, he, they literally black bucked these two men allegedly. Uh, they copped out. I uh, no, no, the, dude. They took pleas. They're guilty. There's no alleged to this. They pled guilty. They're about to serve time for black bucking these two men in Mississippi. They abused the badge. Well, if this happened, they they deserve to be. They they did. If you look it up and you read the whole thing, they pled guilty for black bucking these two men in Mississippi. I love to read the plea agreement, though. But go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, good evening, guys. It's Mark Wiremore, man on the street. You ain't black. My Jim Acock. I'm going to wear my Jim Economist Hawaiian shirt for part of the cruise, and then I'll be wearing my custom uh, black and white uh, man-on-the-street shirt, which I'm still waiting to get made. And then I will be switching to the Lions. What, tell me the shirt I bought, the Lions Spear Not to Walk Alone. Is yeah. that the shirt I bought? Yeah. yeah. So, but, hey, but, 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 Mark, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> what do you think about these two men being black-bucked in Mississippi by six Police officers. Well, allegedly, I, I don't know the story. But no, it's no allegedly. Y'all got to stop that. I'm not going to let you get away with it this week. Nobody. They played guilty. Let me. I know you're. But what did they uh, plead guilty to? Yeah, That's devil's advocate. All of them. Just There's because been they, a lot of guilty people right. who have taken plea deals yeah. to because their lawyers. Let me say, tell you no, something. No, you'll do your life. I know people you right now that they they did time for sex uh, for some kind of sexual assault. They said they would have rather went to jail for murder. Because it's yeah. so bad for them now. Yeah. You don't plead guilty to, to sexually well, no, assaulting no, someone. You don't know. Well, That's the point. Yeah. What, what I know was the a couple plea of people agreement? who got me, millions of dollars quick. because they yeah. accepted a plea deal when they were innocent. Right. So Well, anyway, and me, many blacks are going that. to jail for all of it. Tuesday, Go ahead, Mark. Tuesday. Last Tuesday was the two-year anniversary <laughs> when Ella French was gunned down in Chicago. These are Chicago police officers. Officer Lasso died... Uh, a year and a half ago, an officer, uh, Adriana Preston, was shot in her front yard. These are Chicago police officers. No this man, no man deserves to be, no man deserves to be black bucked. Okay? This is straight out of slavery. They used to black buck black men 
You to break them. What Black Bucket is? Yeah, I am. The, um, for the purpose I don't of want Black Bucking to come back. Real quick. Berlin, for the what? purpose of explaining this to the audience, you were laughing at Mark avoiding the question. Yeah, I was. Not at his reference right. to Ella French. No, right. no, 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 no. He, he, he right, wouldn't we answer. Go. Mark, thank you. We got to go. We'll be right back. I love my dog just like I'm Peter. Got to protect we now return to Black and Right on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Well, I, I, I do need to clean something. Go ahead. Look, Mark avoided my question three times, and on the last time, I started laughing because he, you know, he's very routine, and he threw in Ella French, and I laughed only because he wouldn't answer my question. Of right. course, I'm not going to laugh lie. at that. Right. You know, that's stupid. But but the thing about it is, it's hard for a lot of white guys to like engage in that question because a lot don't know what it means, and and you know, <laughs> keep, and, it, keep it PG, and I'm gonna keep it PG. So I'm gonna explain what it means. Back in slavery. Uh, to break the black man and make him weak in front of his wife and family. If he didn't do what he was told, they would take him out in public, bend him over a, a log or something, and he they would rape them and it, and so to break them. And he would do what he was told next time. So that was called black bucking to keep keep them in line. And that's basically what these officers did to these two people. These two black men. So I, uh, I just want people to know that I don't want black bucking to come back. Now I hope all of these officers get black bucked in prison. You think this is gonna be like a TikTok trend? Probably. I hope they get black bucked. Vilan, here's my question to you: You never highlight the good that cops do. Why? Why is it always the bad? And 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 if you notice, there there are more great good stories about cops than it is the bad stories you all you only bring bats to be fair there's nothing that has to be done about a good story like there's no right. rectification that no, needs no, no, to what, happen when but, there's but a good to show story. that because because his they believe cops are but all we're, bad. we're trying to get him to concentrate on real stuff and ignore <laughs> narratives and but he never that. brings but it, it's always a negative do you have anything i'm very fair i am very fair the stories. I offset the stories that I find about cops with the negativity that I, well, I would say positivity, but I, I highlight leftists, black leftists, and I talk about them as well. The bad that I think they're doing. Now, if they do something good, I will highlight it like I did uh, Dr. Umar Johnson this week. But most of the, that's the only time I've said uh, about any leftist doing, saying something good. Yeah. Other than that, I highlight, I highlight the bad leftists. I highlight the bad cops. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, they, because because nobody else will talk about it. Nobody else will talk about the black leftists the way I will. Nobody else will talk about the cops the way I will. All of these issues that happen with the police, they sweep under the rug. It gets mentioned one time. You never hear about it again, unless it's Breonna Taylor or George Floyd. You will never hear about it again. You, the, uh, I talked about these same cops. And guess what? It wasn't talked about. It wasn't talked wait, about. Wait, again wait, what do you mean? We we talk. What do you mean? You we? I'm, I'm talking about every oh. when I t- when I present the issue, we talk about it. But nobody else on no other show ever talked about the guy getting shot in his mouth through his jaw. The other by, other guy being waterboarded. Yeah, really quickly. Let's go to Glenn. Glenn, we, we're getting ready to go off the air. So really quickly, go. Guys, I'm looking forward to the uh, boat uh, right. event. 
I got my ticket, and I really enjoy the show and, t- and, and listening to you guys talk. It's uh, it's uh, it's really educational. Yeah. Thank oh, thanks you. a lot, brother. I really appreciate that, Glenn. Thank you. Um, final final thoughts, Glenn. I think this was a very interesting show today, and uh, we uh, you heard callers say they learned a lot. I got yeah. scolded by a person on the computer, uh, even about the cop thing. That's why. I, that's why I posed the question. Oh, somebody I, somebody scolded me on that one too. Yeah, that's why. I- See, this is what I mean. People are so one-track minded. They, mm. they don't want to hear the other side. No, I wanted you to explain why. That's complaining about black bucking. He's complaining about <laughs> scolding. You got to find something that's acceptable, buddy. <laughs> hey, man. It is, it is what it is, bro. John might be done with the I'm show. not going to stop. I'm going to present things that people don't talk about. That's what keeps this show interesting. John's not going to let it go about politics. I'm not going to let it go as far as social issues. I hate you, George. This is black and right. We try <laughs> we try our best to be original. <laughs> I want to thank my YouTube crowd. Uh, Rumble, which is really growing. Guys, go out and get your tickets. Get the merch. Hoff Daddy, thank you. Valon, thank you. See you next week. <laughs> Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com salemnow.com